The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. The ice is turning to slush. I was able to get in the office. We've got Brady Huck in Kansas. Tom Grisafi, I believe, is in Nashville. We're going to talk a little ADM stock, some 24 acreage numbers. And with that, we'll jump right into the show and bring them on. Tommy, Brady, how are we? Morning, Doing Connor. well, gentlemen. Good to see you can make it in the office today, make it to work today. That's good to see, Connor. Yes, yes. We got some warmer temps. The rain isn't stopping. But uh, some warmer temps, which are welcome for uh, our area, I would say. And Guys, so- it was nice to see the kids at uh, Belmont University uh, sledding down the hill. Uh, the college students were out playing in the snow, and it's just starting to melt here in Nashville. So weather weather effect, full full force all, all across America. Damn, good deal. Well, let's jump right into it with our headline. We, we touched on it briefly yesterday, but... ADM stock down 24% yesterday on rumors of, of accounting uh, malpractice, accounting issues um, in their nutrition segment. They have their CFO on administrative leave. Not good. They're going to postpone earnings. Want me to touch this one, boys? Uh, ADM, just a longtime firm as a, as a kid going down to the Board of Trade. First day you walk on that floor of the green floor, ADM jackets everywhere. And I just have horrible memories of uh, when I started the Chicago Board of Trade in summer of 1990, about one-fifth of all the jackets were this mustard yellow, a company called Stotler. And then here, here I'm green as could be. And the next few weeks later, they were gone, right? And uh, I don't think that's the case here. And I hope it's not uh, currently ADM's up about 3 4%. There's a lot of things happening on. But when uh, you, and you guys we were trying to do the math before we went live, there they didn't. This isn't like a billion dollar of stock loss. We're six, seven, eight, nine multi billion dollars of uh, stock loss. Typically, ADM trades about three, two to three million shares. Busy day before, I think they popped off 36, 38 uh, million shares yesterday. Wow. Volatility went through the roof. Brady, tell us about that trade. Uh, tell us about how Beaks knew to buy those puts here uh, like, a few weeks ago. What was that? Yeah, it's uh, seen there was a. A, a big trade where somebody bought seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of January puts. Very timely, timely position to have on, <laughs> considering all things. And I think yesterday they, they were worth eleven million dollars at one point. Uh, not all options expire worthless, boys, because those sure didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Here's wow. here's a little Make color on your it. Head. This uh, the one day drop, biggest drop ADM scene since 1929. Uh, I'll give you a few guesses what happened in 1929, but a huge drop. And then this is mainly attributed to, it's all attributed, I'm sorry, to their nutrition segment, right? That's something they really jumped into in the past, oh, I don't know, five, 10 years, right? Getting into the more of that high margin environment and trying to diversify from their, uh, you know, their crush plants, their ethanol industry and all that. Cause um, I believe we were record this time last year, ADM, around 10, 12 months ago on great crushing numbers, great margins in soy, uh, soy meal with Argentina having that lower um, uh, 
drought, lower crop that we saw last year. So we'll continue to watch that and see what comes out of it as we see um, more of that accounting and uh, more color added to ADM and seeing where they're going from there. Real quick before we go, and and not to be a jerk, but that's what I get paid to do. You know, mistakes you make during good times come out during bad times. And when margins are good, the Ukraine war, it uh, it allowed for so much profit and grain trade and everything else. But, uh, you know, that's calmed down. Prices have calmed down. Volatility's calmed down. We went from the thought we were running out. I don't really think we were ever running out of grain. I just think the whole world became a hoarder. And uh, we're, we're, nobody's hoarding grain right now. We, the cost of money is too expensive. Just the whole dynamics, guys, changed. What's this mean to someone watching the show, a, a farmer, a rancher, an advanced trading client? Stay disciplined. You, 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 sure, times were good. They're not as good as they were. If ADM could get in a pickle, you can get in a pickle. Back to you, boys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of just looking at markets right now, uh, we got a little, uh, I don't know if I want to say rally, but we've got everything green. It's a good feeling. Cor- March corn uh, near the highs right at 450. Uh, March soybeans sitting at 1232, 1233, uh, real close to the highs too. And we got wheat up as well. Wheat's up around seven and three quarter, eight cents. So good to see. Let's hope we see some follow through through today. Definitely, yep. So, Testing those upper end of recent recent resistance. There, maybe we can break through through to the other side. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, let's jump right into it. A lot of estimates on twenty four acreage. I saw uh, Informa had one. S and P. Let's touch a little bit and just look at the numbers. First thing, you know, looking at the supply demand for twenty twenty four. We've got a long way to go, but one headline we saw: China to encourage hog farmers to reduce capacity after the price slump. Okay. That's yeah, interesting headline. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of headlines going on in China and always scratching our head, what's going on in China? What will happen in the future? Um, but hog can, hogs consume a lot of grains. Got to make you wonder how much, how much uh, demand that will impact demand from U.S. and Brazil going right. forward. No doubt, guys. China's not right from the whole pandemic. I mean, you make people stay in their house for two years. You change habits. They say it takes four to six weeks to change a habit. They changed habits for the world. And I believe that their uh, population uh, is uh, growth has went down. They had a negative number that there's, you know, yep. usually most countries are making babies. They're not in the baby making business. And, and it's just going to be overall less calories consumed. Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Other thing we have, we didn't have as a headline, but it just popped I just thought about it. GMO is a big topic for China. They're jumping more into the GMO corn, soybeans, right? Trying to uh, get more internal production up. So we'll be following that closely and see where it is. So with that, let's jump right into 2024 acreage demand. Let's look at it. And first thing I want to say, guys, is that we are very early to this game, right? If we look back to 2023, they added four or five what was it? 4 million of uh, corn acres in June. And we added over two bushel to the final yield two weeks ago. So when we're looking this far out, we're just looking at where they might position ourselves, but it's still good to look at it. Yep. Always good to review the numbers. I didn't see many planters rolling when I drove to work here this morning. I don't know about you, Connor, (laughs) but um, (laughs) not too many. Only planters I saw was at the dealership. Yeah. When I look at this chart and this yield number, you know, this uh, great chart by Scott Irwin there, but um, you know, that, 
180, 181, 185, those seem like big numbers, but looking at that graphic, it doesn't seem like it's out of the question to see that type of that type of number printed. And rewind the clock a year ago in that Feb Outlook meeting, they printed a a 181 that came in and shocked the trade and shocked the market and just sent this market in a tizzy. And that's that's not too far away here. So real quick, guys, I talked to a client yesterday who sells a lot of fertilizer in Iowa, and he said, uh, remind your viewers and your co-hosts that don't forget how nice the weather was in November and December, and they were still putting on the gas all the way up till Christmas. So mm. I'm going to go with that. There's going to be more corn acres planted than you think, just because it, overall the psychology of a farmer is if they can do something to prep that ground, get it ready, they're not going to wait till next year. And the fact we had abnormally warm weather into the fall uh, really got a lot of acres prepared for corn. That's my opinion. Great. Uh, obviously, time will tell. And that came from a guy who sells a ton of fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, you think great. that 93 is uh, on the light side a little bit maybe? or I mean, it's really early. I don't want to put you on the spot. but is The corn-bean ratio is like 2.5. I'd like to see that move, right? I'd mm-hmm. like to see a little battle where corn looks better. And then, you know, usually what happens is one thing looks better and the other, they plant it. And then six months later, the numbers totally flip. And you're like, you should have planted all beans. But yeah, I've noticed, guys, last year's, we don't have as big of a rotation as you used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, e- even when wheat was uh, skyrocketing a few years ago, we didn't. We didn't necessarily lose so many acres to wheat. I, I think the farmer has a general rotation and they stick to it. But you know, there's room to give. But we're the 2.5 is 2.5. I think if they got the gas down, they're planting corn. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and definitely some look, flex acres out there. Go ahead, Connor. I was, I was going to say the early the early projections are looking similar, right? 94 million was the biggest we've seen in a long time. 93 million acres, as we can see here on corn, that's still a big number. Right. Yeah. That's still a lot of corn acres. And looking at that just historically, uh, I'd say you're pretty in line, Tommy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, and just I, think about it, you know, from a production standpoint, you know, trend yield on 94, 93, 94, 92 million acres. It's, if it, is it a 15 billion bushel corn crop? And if it's a 15 billion bushel corn crop, we, and we're not chewing through 15 million bushels, that's that carry out grows. So yeah. a lot of pieces of the puzzle going forward, though. And you use that trend line yield of 181. Uh, 24 production, you're looking at a 15.3, right? That's not a small number. Long way to go on trend line yield, long way to go on corn acreage. But yes, that we're, we're over a 15, uh, very much over a 15, Brady. A little, yep, that's a builder, unless, unless we're uh, having a big export program. So, right. Interesting right. to talk about these numbers this far in advance of the planting season, but Safrina crop and US, a lot of factors going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see. Fun to look at them, but I still go back to 2023, the most expensive corn crop ever. And we planted 94 million acres. So I'm not going to put too much stock in these early acreage estimates, but it is good to plan. Start thinking about that and think about what how the market could react to a big yield number, big acreage number, and how we can pivot from there. Tomorrow, guys, are on a special. We should back into those numbers. We have the USDA Ag Forum in uh, D.C. coming up in the next few days or a few weeks. And, I mean, if we plop in a big yield and a big acreage number and assume everything's great, uh, where would, you know, where was the price of corn last time we had, you know, say we go to a 2.5 billion carryout, right? So we got to stay disciplined. I mean, there's just... I, again, last week I drove all over the country and everyone had the same problem. It's very much a psych, psychology of the mental mindset of the farmer. We need to help them steer that straight. Yeah. And here, when you say big yield, I'm going to pull this up again. Uh, mm-hmm. When we talk big yield, right, to me, when I hear 180, 
that's a monster yield, right? I, I go back to uh, 2010, 2015, where it just felt unrealistic. But according to Trendline and just looking at the st- statistics, can't get that word out, uh, I'd say a big yield. Are we going to call it a 185? Are we going to call it a 190, right? Uh, but let's not even put those production numbers up if we're doing a 190. But, yeah, and you think about what type of crop we, we raised here this year with just-in-time rainfall. What if the stars align and Mother Nature helps us out? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Real, so. real quick, we have uh, one question, but uh, you don't have to pop it up. I can see it. But uh, someone said, didn't ADM learn from their issues with lysine? And, uh, you yeah, know, it's a serious thing. There's that movie with Matt Damon called The Informant. And uh, it's not even funny because I have so many friends and good associates I've known for 30 some years work at ADM. I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie, but this is one of the largest ag grain companies in America. And one of the most stable things we should have is food, fuel, and fiber. We should not be having this type of volatility in an ag stock. I do hope they work it out looking at uh, stock having a bid today, but uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire boys. Absolutely. So with that, if you guys don't have anything else, I think we should wrap it up. Let Tommy get to work. I think he's doing some uh, some live taping again this afternoon. So good luck, Tommy. And I think we'll see everyone tomorrow. Thank you. Yep. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.